Hello, dear Starshines. Good to see you guys. Welcome to today's lunchtime chats. My name is Christina with Life Body Academy, and I am an acceleration expert. I'll pause while uh, the crew catches uh, up with where I'm at. Um, you guys may notice that I'm in a new location, and I'll talk about that in a second. For those of you who are new, my name is Christina, and I'm an acceleration expert. And we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are significant for us visionaries, new paradigm way showers, and star seeds. We have uh, abilities and perceptions that are extremely unique to our particular demographic. Um, and these, these um, perceptions are not embraced by our larger human family. So we are here to talk, to talk about today's topics and issues that are significant for us um, from our points of view and our unique perspectives. And I do the best of my ability to provide a liberated perspective to these topics and issues. Uh, so we have lots to talk about today. So I can't wait for you guys to come on board. Say hello. Let me know you're here. Let me know that we're coming in five by five. Is the video okay? Is the sound okay? Um, Beverly, good to see you. Nice to have you here. Good to see you, Carol. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, go ahead and say hello. Let me know you're there. Hello, hello. We have um, Poca, P-A-O-C-5. How do you pronounce that? I want to say Poca 5, but that's an extra A in there. <laughs> and it makes me think about the, the Polish dance of the Poca. Anyway, hey, Joanne, good to see you. Susan, nice to see Oh, good. Everything sounds good. We're coming in clear. That's awesome. So you guys may notice that I'm in a different location. I'm back in the rig. Woohoo! Yay! I'm currently in Appalachia of North Carolina. So I'm in the mountains of North Carolina. And for those of you who know me well, know that this place has a special significance for me. So I'm happy, happy to, um, to be here. Uh, oh, okay. So dear uh, Starshine says, it's uh, pa Paula. All right. Thank you for letting me know. I'll, I'll make a mental note when I, when I reference your comments. All right, I'm just pulling up a few things here because there's been lots of chatting going on. So last week I did um, I did a and a, a, a about the flower of life versus the lotus of life. And um, that sparked a, a lot more after conversation. So we're going to be touching on that again, but in different ways. And then also I want to share with you guys what other folks are saying about this piece. Yeah, guys, let me know. Let me know where you are, where you're coming to, where you're tuning in from. It's nice to see how spread out we are. And you never know, you might find someone that's just in your backyard that, that thinks like you do. And isn't that great to know that you're not the only one awake to these things. All right. So the first, all right. So we're going to be, um, I'm going over some things that we shared in the, um, in our Telegram group. For those of you who want to find us and join the conversation on Telegram, we are Multidimensional Human. That's the name of the group um, on Telegram. And then, uh, then we have a Facebook group where conversation also continues. Uh, so I don't frequent that one as much because of the whole censorship thing. I really don't like being flagged and tagged and all that good stuff. But that group is still active. And this is Rise of the Multidimensional Human in, on Facebook. And then, of course, we have our Telegram, which is a multidimensional accelerator. 
Um, and we have a new Rumble channel for just in case censorship hits us again, and that's Life Body Academy on If you guys like these videos and you want to share them with friends, I encourage you to share the Rumble version so we can support Rumble rather than continuing to support these, these entities that, that censor us. Um, and, and it's interesting the kinds of things they censor. Uh, you know, we have awarenesses, like I said in the beginning, that are different than the most of humanity. How in the world can these awarenesses be fact-checked by somebody who's not a psychic intuitive, <laughs> right? How in the world can, can people, you know, can information get flagged and be deemed false when you have to be an activated starseed in order to even have access to those realms and that knowledge? So it just doesn't compute in my brain. I think we were flying under the radar for a while because, you know, we're a small group and, and, and I'm not here sharing to be a YouTube personality. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just doing this as a support for us starseeds because there's not a lot of voices that talk about things the way we do. So I just want to add that, you know, that voice and, and add more support for you guys so you don't feel so alone. My main gig is running an academy. I mean, I work with people unwinding intuitive blind spots, and, and that is really where my passion is at. Um, this particular endeavor is really just to offer free support where who needs it. You know, there's a lot of us out there that um, these days, before star seas were few and far between, I, my guidance was, you know, maybe 20% of the planet were, um, this is back several years ago, maybe 20% of the planet was star seeds and only 20% um, of that 20% are actually activated and awake. Nowadays, so you can imagine, you know, of the billions of people, there's only a few million of us star seeds that are awake. Of course, we do find each other <laughs> um, when we're able to travel around, when we're able to follow our our impulses and our intuition to go here or do this, this kind of thing. And, uh, and, and now the circumstances are a lot different. A lot of us aren't free to travel. A lot of borders are closed. There's, um, and, but the, the up thing is, is that um, now there are about 80% of the new life being brought to this planet are star seeds, which means that um, even if only 20% of them wake up, that's many, many more than what were here before. So we're taking over this reality slowly but surely. And I want to make sure I keep putting my voice out there so you guys can hear it and connect and, and, and know that there's more like you out there. There are more of us <laughs> out there every day. So that, that's a happy thought, um, which I think we need in these times of upheaval and you know a lot of chaos going on, a lot of suffering happening. Okay, so let's go into deeper conversation about the um, lotus of life. All right, this time I'm I'm way more on it. I am able to share my screen and share it and share the picture with you right away. So I'm gonna do that so we can just talk about this a little bit. And now I also know that when I'm pointing at things with my pointer, you guys can't see it on the screen. So that's a little that's that's um, a little bit of a drawback. All right, why entire screen? I want to share my window. <laughs> this window. Yeah, I want to share this window. Okay, so I'm technically having having an issue. Hold on, let me go back. Let me go back. Share screen. Yep, I want to share my window in Windows. There it is. Okay, got it. Okay. So you guys can see this? 
Nope, you can't see this. Uh-oh. Let me go back to this. Here I am. Oh, don't tell me. I thought I had it all handled, and now it's not. Now it's not handled. Hold on. Let me go back. Let me see if it'll let me do it in, in this way. So. So. All right. That's that. It's open. Here's that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. One more time. One more time. I don't want to give up on it yet. I thought I had it because it was going to be all savvy and stuff. There we go. Share. Okay. You guys can see my window? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I see what's happening. All right. You guys should be able to see my window now. Um, please let me know if that's not happening. <clears throat> so, what I wanted, so just so you, if you guys are new to the conversation, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about this, um, the, the juxtaposition between these sacred geometries. One um, sacred geometry is a, um, a fully, a fully um, um, enclosed system that breathes and makes its own life. It's like it's, it's an infinite creator of life, of perpetuator, okay? And then the, then there's the one on the right, which is actually finite. It's in a circle, but if you notice, the outer circles are all cut off. So there's fine. It's a finite system. It doesn't create life. And if you were to, the only way this particular um, frequency, um, this grid work is maintained is be, is to be constantly feeding it life. Now there's one more thing I want to point out in this graphic that's really, really important for you guys. And that is the very center of the circle. Because people may argue, but the vesica Pisces, that's what, that's what happens when you get two circles that interlock like this. There's this shape in the center like this, right? The vesica Pisces is in, the, um, in this daisy of death, the metatronic flower of life. And that's true. It is. And, and this is, a, for me, this shows just how deeply um, truths are woven in with lies, okay? True, we're given just enough the truth, just enough of the truth to open us up to something, but it's only okay to open us up to that when the control system is already in place. So we're opening up, we have an opening feeling, but then we're in another control system. We're in another matrix, okay? But if you go to the left and look at the Lotus of Life, you'll notice that there's also Vesica Pisces, but it's all around the center, and it's and there's more than six. There's actually twelve there. Okay, twelve Vesica Pisces. So these, so this shape that we're seeing is also a uh, interlocking circles, but they're not in a grid shape. They're in a movement shape. Because if you look first, see the Vesica Pisces in the center. All those little petals look like the Vesica Pisces in the center. But then snap your view out and notice how there's many interlocking circles here. There's many, many, many ratios of Vesica Pisces within this graphic, within this geometry. Okay, that's that's the main thing I want you to to see. That that you know these are these are little cues that we have. These are little cues that we have that that show us the the limit the control systems within the truth. Just these these little type of um, these pieces that I'm talking about. So that way you can recognize you know, um, perhaps other times when there's geometry being brought forward, you can recognize it um, to see the, uh, the, you know, what's limiting and what's expansive within that geometry, okay? 
All right. Okay. Oh, look, we looks like we have some Canadians that have connected. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, we can see it. Thank you, Sarah, for saying that. Um, right now, let's see. Yep. Very nice. Okay, cool. Great. So friends happening over here on the side. So the next thing, um, this is a question. So what I did was inside the Telegram group and in the Rise group, I posted a graphic. And that was a graphic of a, a graphic of the earth nestled inside the, um, the Metatronic Flower of Life. And I asked people, what do they feel when they look at this graphic? And not to, at all to, of my, to my surprise, right? There were several responses. And I have to say, of I haven't looked at it in the past few minutes, but of the responses, pretty much everybody was noting a, a constriction feeling. The first thought, um, Dear Sister Crystal says, my first thought was prison planet, okay? Um, then we had... Um, and then we have uh, another dear starshine um, working out working out his triggers so he can look at it without being triggered, um, which is actually what we need to do. We need to be able to recognize the control systems and not have a and, and, and clean out what our big reactions are to them, because it's our very reaction our very even if it's a negative reaction to these control systems that actually help hold them in place. And this is now we're starting to get into the polarity game of the 4D field. Um, I want and actually that's really what I'd like to talk about today is the polarity game of the 4D field and just how inundated we are and how distorted the, I, the ideas in the light worker world are. And that's because of this 4D field. So let me get back to I'm just going to read off a few more comments here. Um, yes. Yeah, so also another dear star shine says it's a net. And, and, you know, then she's giving her explanation. And then we have um, a feeling of confined. And then when we're in Facebook, there's a, a dear starshine that says that um, it feels like it's hijacking life codes. Uh, there's a, of the dozen or so, I think there might have been a couple dozen responses in both of those groups. There were only a couple people that really looked at that grid work and said, yeah, I like it. I resonate. Right. Why is that? Why, why do some resonate and some don't? Why is the Metatronic Cube so huge in the collective and the, the, the Lotus of Life is not? Why is that unknown, but this other piece oh, so big, right? And that is because the, that we're talking about the power of the 4D field, okay? And there's a, I usually have a whiteboard where I'm drawing and, you know, I'm pa I was packing up my gear I was packing up my gear and uh, and I decided to leave the whiteboards and tripods behind. <laughs> that might have been a premature decision, but here I am without my whiteboard. So I have to deal with technology um, to convey these ideas. So um, so I have another graphic I want to share with you guys, and that is the um, the 4D field. And those of you who want to learn more about this 4D canopy, Oh, I did it wrong. Hold on. Let me get back in there. Um, those of you who want to learn more about this 4D canopy that I'm about to show, this is the work of Barbara Hanclow. Okay. Now, for those of you who are really tuned in and really activated, you guys have picked up on the on the fact that the 9D model, which is actually a an 11D model, that 11D model is also a control system, and um, and I'm gonna and I'm saying yes, that's true, but but you have to wake up out of where you're at before you can bust beyond, okay? 
These are multi-dimensional control systems. It's not that you just like wake up with an epiphany one day and now you're free of it all. No, 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 no. This is something your soul has been involved with for a long time. So there's an unraveling that has to happen. All those past contracts and vows and initiations and, you know, all remember the mystery schools fell a long time ago. The mystery schools were once um, intact teachings to awaken uh, a God man, so to speak. And they all got hijacked. And all of us, if you're in a human body right now, and this is not your very first go around on this planet, and you're here as a star seed, okay, you've been initiated in these times of the past. You've been initiated in these past mystery schools, okay? So, yeah, we wake up to it. We get activated, the, from maybe from solar flares, maybe from Schumann residence, maybe a massive soul retrieval, maybe a plant medicine ceremony, whatever it was, it doesn't mean you're done. It means now you're awake. Now you got to figure out how to live while you're awake. And one of the things that happens when you awaken is that how you used to live, you can't live that way anymore. And you start to get really, really driven to continue the unraveling process, to continue the liberation process. Okay. So that's because it's a soul's journey that wove us in. Even the stories of going into the light in the afterworld, the, the life review, that is also part of the manipulation. So once you wake up out of the matrix, then you get to realize how vast it is and how incepted we are, this reality is, okay? And I'm not saying that to scare you guys. I'm saying that to empower you guys. So for some of you, you might get really triggered by what I'm saying. Hopefully the solutions I offer, you'll find helpful. And for others of you, you're going to find this extremely validating what I'm talking about. You're not crazy. It really, you really are seeing what you're seeing, okay? That's, this is something that I struggled with. I felt like maybe I was just a total, I was total cuckoo <laughs> because people I really, teachers that I really loved and respected and admired and learned so much from were not, you know, they're these, they're, they're into these pieces and I wasn't. And I was just always asking myself, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Turns out there was nothing wrong with me. What it was, was that my compass was really sharp. I just haven't really learned about following it yet. I haven't really figured out the importance importance of my own unique light body signature it's different than others and yours is too and and this is really where humanity is going it's waking up out of that multi-dimensional control system and retaking command ourselves when i say retake command i'll, I'll get more into that but so the the barber hand cloud teachings are magnificent. I studied them for a long, long time. I, gosh, for almost a decade, every year I went to Lilydale, New York to do these activations with her. Okay. It doesn't mean I'm hijacked. What it means is that at that time, I mean, this is, we're talking in the late nineties, early two thousands at that time, that was the, those were the rungs of the ladder I had to go through in order to wake up. Okay. Now I realize that and this is something I've only realized over the past five years. Now I realize that those that is a model of the finite reality. That is the model of the black hole in the center of the Milky Way. That is the control system. That is what the multidimensional cosmic control system looks like. That's why people need to look at this. That's why people need to study it so they can understand what it looks like and then start 
looking at things differently and seeing where the truth is within the constructs. What is the truth? The true infinite light, right? Within these constructs. And what are these control systems? All right. So let me, uh, let me get back to sharing my screen. Hopefully I have, yeah, I have this, this, this window up. I'm going to go here, share screen. And I'm going to talk about this 4D canopy. Dun, 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 dun. Here it is. Okay, so if you want to, like I said, learn more about this canopy, there's a wonderful series of books, actually, that talk about this canopy, works of Barbara Hanclough. She originally um, introduced this information via a book called Palladian Agenda, which is how I got exposed to it. Wow, thunderstorm rolling in. And then, and then later, she flushed out even more information because the Palladians, her counterpart, which is in the Palladians, um, in the Pleiades, um, in the Pleiades, I thought that was someone texting me that there's a problem with the feed. <laughs> uh, you know, she was able to download this understanding and then flush it out, but she didn't understand what it meant. It took working with groups of people over many years to flush it out. So over many years, she did that. And that led to her writing the book, um, Alchemy of the Nine Dimensions. Okay. Now at the time that she was flushing this out, she was using aspects of the Mayan calendar, different rhythms and um, dynamics within the energies of the Mayan calendar to help explain a lot of the, the this activation stuff. So so we don't I don't necessarily have that because that's that's not my area of expertise. That was something that she studied. Um, I only know just, you know, just what I what you know, just from working with her. But anyway, let me get to this graphic right here. This is the canopy. This is the multidimensional collective field that we're all swimming in. You can see it. There's like these swirly lines and this says 4D. Okay. This is the model of how our multidimensionality interacts with our consciousness. This is how higher frequencies and dimensions interact with our consciousness, not just our personal consciousness, but the collective consciousness. And the thing is, it's everywhere. This is a macro micro type of model. So that that canopy that's over the three, the you know, that's above, in, above us in these skies, right? It's like that. But then it's also around us, our energy field. And it's also if we're with a group of people, our, um, when we're with a group of people, we all entrain with each other in a certain kind of way. And then we create another kind of collective 4D field. You can have 4D fields that, that are ge geographically anchored. You can have 4D fields that are anchored specifically to a family, to a household. You have 4D fields around your cells, hence the science of epigenetics. And Bruce, Bruce Limpton talking about the, um, the uh, you, you know, the uh, how belief um, dictates the behavior of your cells. Okay. This is all because of this 4D field. This 4D field is an ocean. It's an ocean that we are all in. We're all in it. Okay. And of course, there's manipulation going on. There's grids anchored in this ocean. And what do those grids do? Those grids create currents, currents of energy. Okay. So, the, so 4D grids creates currents of energy. This is so, so, so important. Okay. Because this is 
this is where the lightworker world has dismally failed humanity, okay? Because we are taught to shield ourselves. We're taught that that person and their and what they're doing and what's happening for them is different than me and my person and what I'm doing, what's doing with what I, you know, and what I'm, what's happening with me. And the fact is, it's not, it's not different. And how many empaths out there, how many empaths out there, you guys be honest, when you're clearing your own energy have asked, is this mine or is this someone else's? How many of you have asked that? Okay. Those energies are only separate through the perception of the ego driver. As soon as you leave the perception of the ego driver, which is a tiny fragment of your whole reality. Okay. That question has no relevance. You see what I'm saying? I know it's, I, I, I know, I know I'm challenging some beliefs here, but write, write it with me. Trust me or well, try to trust me (laughs) and see where I'm going with it. Okay. So when we are asking ourselves as empaths, right? I I was a dysfunctional empath all my life. How about you guys, right? I I absorbed energy like it was going out of style. It's like if there was an entity in the room, I was absorbing it, (laughs) right? That was, there was a lot of factors happening in there, okay? The fact is because we have this 4D field and because we have grid works of currents of energy anchored within this 4D field, We are all impacted by it subliminally, liminally, subconscious, consciously. It doesn't matter. Most of it's in the subconscious, by the way. Right. So so when you are clearing your energy and you're in that place of asking, is this mine or someone else's? That is not the question that's going to clear it. That's not the question that's going to empower you. Okay. It may help you clear enough where you feel better and you feel changed, but it doesn't change the dynamic. It will, you'll just pick it up again the next time, right? It's going to keep happening. And this is what I learned about being a, being an energetic sponge. Ah, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Okay. Oh, I have to drink water. So I'm on a um, side note here. I'm on a, um, a pretty significant um, GI tract cleanse. So I have to have these alarms to tell me to drink. <laughs> and there's all this stuff that I need to drink. It's an amazing cleanse, though. If any of you guys feel drawn to detox, I, I highly, highly recommend this one. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right. So getting back to the, the ocean. So we're in an ocean. The 4D field is an ocean of energy with grids within it that have currents. These currents influence our electromagnetics. It influences our body. It influences our very thoughts and emotions, these currents. Okay. And you might say, how does that happen? How does that work? And let me show you. I want to show because someone of course, you know, the, the rise group, the, the multidimensional human group and telegram, we're all psychic intuitives. We're all, you know, we're all turned on to a certain, you know, to a certain degree. So of course, someone synchronistically posted the perfect way to illustrate my, my, uh, what I'm trying to explain here. Um, (laughs) there it is. Okay. Hope you guys can see this. This is cymatics at work. So those currents of energy within those grid works of the 4D field work via frequency. 
okay? They, they're currents of energy, right? They're wavelengths moving. And this illustrates how these subliminal, subconscious grid workway wavelengths impact us. Watch. Did I see that? This is a styrofoam filaments uh, or a styrofoam uh, little, you know, styrofoam balls in a um, in a tube with sound. Right. Our thoughts and minds work. Our thoughts, our emotions work the same way. OK, we are infinite beings. There is no experience we have not had. You understand this? We are infinite. As far as human experiences, those you right, if you're not a brand new soul, there is not a single human experience you have not had. You've been the king, you've been the queen, you've been the princess, you've been the royalty, you've been the schmuck, you've been the slave, you've been the perpetrator, you've been the victim, you've been all of those things. As an infinite being in imbuing your bio suit, you know all these things. Okay. Yet we forget. Okay. And it's these collective frame-ups that are nested inside of each other that is the mechanism of our forgetting okay so these currents these currents blow right make so much noise we hear the thoughts in the currents we feel the thoughts and feelings in the currents much louder than our own inner voice okay perfect right you guys get get where i'm going with that so <clears throat> The grid works that are anchored all over the place, over and over again, layer after layer after layer, is what is, um, when it's not the truth, it's that's what's harming humanity. When it is the truth, it liberates humanity. It opens us up. It brings us more love. It brings us more interconnection. It brings us more beauty, okay? But when it's, when it's a distortion, it creates a disruption. It creates chaos. It creates uh, conflict. It, okay, it creates problems. So, so this is what humanity is waking up out of right now. Only thing is, you have to be willing to be sovereign in your own thoughts and feelings. You need to have your own thoughts and feelings. Most people don't. Who's ever dated somebody that never had an opinion about anything? What movie do you want to watch? I don't know. What movie do you want to watch? Where do you want to go hiking? I don't know. Where do you want to go hiking? <laughs> right? It's because people are trained to not think for themselves. Okay. All right. Uh, Joanne says, so pleased to have a greater knowledge regarding the styrofoam dance. Thanks. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yes. Yeah, so this is how the 4D field impulses. It moves us. We're doing things without even knowing why we're doing it. A lot of times, you know, it's this grid work. Unless we're doing our sovereignty practices, unless we're, you know, diving into unplugging from that collective and listening to our inner voice, and you know, unless we're really doing that work, then our inner voice is much stronger than the collective noise. Not that we still don't struggle with the collective noise because we absolutely do, don't we? Right? We have we have um, technology that's off the rails. You know, there's, there's, of course, collectives of people that are really justified in hating and persecuting other groups of people. I mean, just pick your argument. You're going to find a bunch of people that hate you for, 
for 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 listening or or having that thought or whatever right the gain is amped up really high right now because that's the only way that's the only way to keep people from waking up out of these grids you know the the earth is changing her frequency we're actually you know the earth is that's the Schumann resonance stuff. She's changing her baseline frequency, which means we have to change our baseline frequency. The sun, every nearly every day, is having some sort of CME or filament release um, through our solar ring. Though these are highly activating, um, activating events. The fact that there's so much turmoil going on, distracting everybody and keeping people in a place of suffering because of those, because of those. Um, uh currents of thoughts and emotion right if that wasn't there people would be awake by now i mean the collective would be awake to what's going on that's how strong this 4d influence is okay that's how strong that this 4d influence is so i want to get to um another point that dear sister um tasha made well she didn't make the she didn't know she was making the point she was just asking a question but in asking the question she made a point to me <laughs> to me it was a point so and that was um so that was let me get back to what she said here uh if i can do it quickly oh my gosh my brain all right okay so here it is <clears throat> uh, figures is not coming up now I might be limited in my bandwidth here that's okay so pretty much what she was asking she was asking about what what the real Merkaba versus the diamond that I mentioned what's the real geometry versus the other geometry right and the the point in there that was made to me was that word real okay what does real mean they both exist, right? The the flower of life and the lotus flower or um, lotus of life, they both exist. They both are so. So the real one, maybe I think she means is like the one that's that's truly a um, aligned with the higher truth of who we are as infinite beings in a bio suit, maybe. Um, but but what I want to I want to challenge you guys a little bit with that word reeling, um, real, because things are because of this awakening journey and our DNA dance is so influential over how this path works. Things are real until they're not. They are so until they're not. And I say that a lot and I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to make light of this. It's, this is really how it is. You'll be full on believing and into something. And then one day you'll hear something or you'll have a dream and you'll wake up and you'll feel completely differently. What happened? Okay. It was more than just an idea that, that got brought to you. Okay. Something got activated within you. So all those spiritual masters using the different variations of the Merkaba, they're doing that because that is something that is resonance within their DNA dance. Okay. That's within their DNA dance. Remember who we are. We are star seeds. We are star shines. Okay. We are here to bring in the new paradigm. We are here to bring in completely new rules to reality. So that 9D model that was creating reality, we're bringing in something else. We're bringing in a completely different model. You see what I mean? So what's real for us won't work for someone in the old paradigm dance. What's real for them won't work for someone like us who's in the new paradigm that's in the new paradigm dance. You see what I mean? So to say one thing is real and one's not, I don't think, I think it's an oversimplification. It's more about what resonates with you and what works for you. 
Okay. That diamond thing was something I could never shake. I could never shake it. I, I tried to, I mean, I, I tried many times, but no matter what, when I went into my light ship, my light ship was a diamond. It was not a Merkaba. And that was because certain levels of my DNA and my life body are activated, just like with you guys. This is why you're at those, these thresholds. That's why you come to, you, you know, these talks work for you because you're at that threshold of going into the completely new way of doing things. That's what we're calling the new paradigm. You might want to just think about what paradigm means. Paradigm is a set of rules for reality, rules for the game, rules for this, rules for that. Uh-oh, thunderstorm rolling in. Oh! my windows all right uh okay i might have to walk away here and roll up my my windows because <laughs> the thunderstorm is rolling in real fast <laughs> okay i'm gonna have to do that guys i'm so sorry pause pause right there Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. I just, uh, the thunderstorm would have been really bad. <laughs> My windows were all the way rolled down. Sorry about that guys. Okay. So, um, right. So the activation and, and what geometries work for you, what don't. So what's important to notice is when something stopped working for you and, and, and allowing yourself to move on and not make yourself wrong because everybody else is doing this. And now in your, and you're trying to, and it's not happening for you. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you. You're in a different place, frequency-wise, vibrationally-wise, vibration-wise. Okay, so this is why I'm, you know, I don't get upset about these different uh, geometries and and the infiltration of the truth because it's going to work for someone until it doesn't. It's the change inside that decides that it doesn't. You see what I mean? The change inside has to happen. Once that happens, no big deal. They're not going to care about it anymore, right? All right. Hopefully this is making sense the way I'm saying it. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, so the diamond shape, right? So I don't have my whiteboard, but I do have um, a piece of paper here that I can draw the diamond shape that I'm talking about. Now, you guys remember making 3D shapes? I, I, I took architecture and and um, and uh, drafting in high school that was something I really enjoyed. I love, I used to draw these 3D shapes all the time. And then it wasn't until way later in life that I realized that these shapes actually had something to them. 
there was something about them. And this is one of them. So I'm going to I have to shade some parts so it's so it's clear the shape. But this is the diamond that I'm talking about. You know, there's all sorts of activations, you know, just like with, you know, with indigo children, rainbow children, crystal children, you know, now people are recognizing there's diamond children, right? There's diamond children now coming. What does that mean? To me, that means that they're, you know, that's the whole, that's the whole uh, next level frequency of consciousness. So this is the, this is the diamond that I'm talking about. So it's a four, it's a four based pyramid on top of another four based pyramid. And when I travel, there's, it's like, there's, I'm traveling along the net, the, um, the net with the uh, stellar networks and the stellar networks are like these rays of light. And so this, this, my, my diamond travels along the rays of light like this. And this is how I maintain my cellular intelligence while I'm going into these other places. Okay. Now you may wonder why you want to have cellular intelligence when you're going into these upper realms. And that's because, you know, the Pachamama, these are the encodements of life. Okay. Us here on the earth, there are encodements for life. What does that mean? That means that even if it were, even if it's something from anything from this earth was in a vacuum, okay, say it was in a vacuum, it would still create some kind of life, some kind of organism. Okay. It, it, it's, it happens. It's never going to stop happening. People are all, all lamenting about the destruction of the, um, of our ecosystem, right? Of course it's tragic. It's tragic because we have these beautiful forests, you know, um, getting torn down, but then you have the weather and food and yeah, there's all that, but you know what? The Pachamama, the mother earth will never stop making life. She will never stop making life. You know, look at those dandelions growing through concrete. Look at this. You see what I mean? So she never stops ever in this way. The Pachamama is indestructible. She will never stop making life the, this, this field will never stop creating life out of nothing. Okay. We have that encodement within us. This is the, the blessing, the grace of what, what some might call the great mother, the great universal mother. So when you are, um, when you are um, interacting with other species and other beings with this encodement within you, you know, this is a very valuable, um, very valuable thing to, to have, to offer. You can quite literally take a desert landscape and bring life to it. Okay. We can do that. You can do that. I can do that together. We can do that. There are people who have done that. Okay. So this narrative in the collective, right? Remember those grid works that have those thought and emotion currents. The narrative in the collective is that, you know, we're destroying our planet and we have to go, we have to be economically or um, ecologically sustainable or else, or else, right? And, and really the economically, the ecologically sustainable model, if we started that maybe 20, 30 years ago, we could have, we could have saved something, but we didn't. So right now that model is obsolete. It's absolutely bass backwards. It's not going to work. It's not going to work because the ship has sailed. The, the climate is changing. Our, you know, we're, we've already passed that tipping point of destroying our ecosystem. Again, not trying to be dismal here because they are working off of that old idea and they're informing everybody else that you have to do it this way 
it's not the truth. The truth is that we can create life where there is no life. We can revive with Pachamama. We can bring forward amazing jungles. We can bring forward amazing life. Yes, it's absolutely heartbreaking and tragic that the ignorance has destroyed the life that's here, but that doesn't mean that there can't be more life. It can't be new life. You see what I mean? All the templates of every life form that's ever been on this planet is in the records here. It's in the records here. So it's not, so it's like we may lose the, um, you know, the different species, but it's not to say they can't come back again. It's not, you see? So, so there's a lot of lies within our collective that narrow us into these places of, of, you know, disillusion, of fear, of, you know, we get narrowed into these places because we're told that, you know, we're told that we're these, these peons that need to get managed. If there was no government, it'd be total chaos. If they're, you know, like Mad Max, right? <laughs> How many generations are affected, have been impacted by those movies, right? Without, without a government in place, it'll be utter chaos. People will dominate and murder and take and all this other stuff, you know? Our current system just still does that, just in a more organized way, right? So, so all of that is not true. The fact is, when we are outside of those grid works, those currents of thoughts and emotions, our true nature can bloom, can blossom. We can become those flowers that we are, those star flowers that we are, and be interconnected in a way that that serves all life. And then you won't have millions of humans walking around depressed with no place, with no purpose, right? People, this is this is a huge issue among the West because people are working the program and the program doesn't feed your soul. The program feeds off of your soul, right? You're working the program. <laughs> of course, you're going to age faster. Of course, you're not going to be happy. Of course, all this stuff's going to happen because you're in the program. That's what the program's meant to do. And there's so many stories of people of like self-made millionaires and the, you know and all this stuff where they get they get their success and all this happens and then they realize oh my gosh this didn't make me happy I'm still a miserable son of a bitch <laughs> right and then they decide okay I have to you know change my life and they start recognizing they start recognizing that they really need a purpose where they feel that their existence benefits other humans, other 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 um, people of humanity. And that's where they start to find fulfillment. That's where they start to see their purpose and be inspired and wake up with, um, you know, with love in their heart every day for what they're about to do, where they're going, who they're going to be talking to and interacting with. That's our natural state, you know, is that interconnectedness, not this isolation thing that's happening. Uh, in one faction against another faction. Those factions are against each other because of lies that were told to them in the collective. And it was anchored in by, by a consciousness grid in some way. So they're just, you know, they're hating because they were told lies. And that's why they're doing it. That's it. Now, to when you're outside of the matrix of that stuff, it's very easy to see. But when you're inside, it's a lot less to it's a lot less easy to see. And a great example is those who consider themselves awake out of the narrative versus though it, dealing with those who are still in the narrative. And you guys know what shenanigan narrative I'm talking about, right? Those that feel awoke out of the narrative are dealing with so much frustration, loneliness, powerlessness. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a long list, right. Of things, right. You can't go to the grocery store in some cities. You can't, you can't fly. You can't, you know, uh, 
there's so many I can't that are limiting what you can do. And then the people around you are hostile because you're different than they are. <clears throat> so you can see what I mean when you're in it, it's intense. It's very difficult when you're outside of it. It's much easier to see. And this is, this is again, why I always bring it back to the you game. When you are in that place, when you are in deep inside, when you're in that place of having that hostility, that frustration or whatever, it's so important to really look at what that's saying about you. What is that scenario, those thoughts, those feelings, what is that reflecting to you? And, and it's not about them. It's about you. You have to, you have to boil it down to what is it about you? and keep working it because once you realize that, Oh, I'm so angry because this connects me to my abandonment that, you know, you've had for your whole life, right? You know, you, it can take you into very deep, juicy places that you can unwind till you can get to the place where you have a lot more patience and acceptance for those who are still in the old paradigm dance, those who still are not able to have their own thoughts safely. Right. Or have their own um, can't go their own way. They have to go the way of the collective. Um, and there's a lot of light workers that have gotten caught up in that. And that's because we're empaths. And I don't know about you guys, but in high school, how many of us empaths were social butterflies? We just got along with everybody. <laughs> right. It's because we're empaths. Right. We could totally we could just blend in with everybody and it's fine. Well, that that is a survival mechanism that doesn't go away. It continues. And that's what a lot of lightworkers are doing. That's that's why they're in these pieces, in these narratives that. Um, maybe the ones that we, you know, that are outside of that game, see that as a power over dynamic, right? Um, a dear uh, Starshine said to me not that long ago, I'm trying to remember, oh, I think it might have been Nancy, our office manager. She said something to me, and, it, and I think it's so, so the truth. That it was a quote from Mark Twain and had something to do with, um, it's, it's a lot easier to fool people than it is to convince somebody that they have been fooled right right okay cool so so these um there's a lot for us to be working out right now every trigger can serve us can take us deeper into ourselves uh and it definitely is helpful to have a crew of people to work with um, that's why at life audio always we do things in groups always um, there are, you know, private sessions and stuff like this for, for things that want to be kept confidential or private or whatever, but, or just because that a really deep focus is required. But when we unravel things and collect in a collective way, we not only unravel the personal stuff, but we also bring forward a collective resonance, right? Because we all just went through it as a group. So now there's a collective resonance. Boom. It's like, it's like putting a, um, uh, dropping a pin in a Google map. It's dropping a pin on that kind, that quality of consciousness in the collective, right? And the more we do this, the more those pins get dropped. And, and pretty soon what happens is that those, those currents of thoughts and emotions that are in the grids that are in that collective field don't have the impact anymore. There's more current, there's more countercurrent, let's say happening. So people aren't so subliminally impacted their will power or the personal will isn't usurped by these subconscious um, needs these subconscious messaging that's coming through so <clears throat> uh
I think my frustration is more around not being able, not being allowed to say something. If you're in a group of people and they're and they're with, they're in in a vein that that's not interesting or I feel power over dynamic that even if that's a group of light workers, it's still not okay to say something. There's likely to be a backlash. And that just shows how bass backwards our particular community has become. Hypocrites is what we've become as, as a whole. I'm, I'm calling all light workers hypocrites. Yes, that's what I'm saying on some level because we, uh, we fight against the system in order to um, not be called crazy because we work with energy and all this stuff. But then as soon as we get into these more fine-tuned pieces, people much rather hang on to what they think they know than explore something in the unknown or go into the feeling of not knowing. And the, the interesting thing is that the magic happens in the field of not knowing. That's where the magic is. It's in the field of the unknown. So if we're not willing to go there, then how are we ever going to bring this magic forward? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, that's how I'm thinking about it. You guys let me know. If... Okay. So um, I'm just go back, going back to Sarah, um, Sarah asking about the cleanse. So the cleanse I'm doing here, I have a little thing here. All right. I'm, I'm doing two of them back to back. So this is um, a cleanse that was totally turned on to me by um, a dear brother, Starshine. Um, his name's Tim. Um, and it's called Zen Cleanse. This is the website, zencleanse.com. So it's Z-E-N-C-L-E-A-N-Z.com. Okay. And this is, I have two of them. One is for the GI track. And it is the most effective and easy GI track cleanse I've ever done in my life. And I mean, I've done a lot of cleanses. I mean, initially, the only cleanse that I would ever do was water fasting over long periods of time, like water fasting for seven, 14, 21, 30 days, stuff like that. That's a great way to, that's a great way to cleanse yourself. But this just, it's a technology. It takes it to a whole nother level. You're drinking enzymes, um, GI um, enzymes, and these enzymes just start pulling the plaque and all this stuff off of your, off of your GI tract. And then you eliminate it over um, several hours or several days, depending on how clear or how plugged up your, your GI track is. Okay. So that's, that's the one that I'm doing. So you just, uh, well, I eat really well anyway, so um, I didn't really have to fast with this, but if you are, if you do eat heavy stuff, you need to um, eat lightly the day before, eat lightly the day before, and then, and then do the cleanse the following day. Um, it's my experience that the energy of the cleanse continues for a few days because there's a lot of mental, emotional detoxing that needs to happen while, in order for you, to, for your body to um, allow this, this toxic stuff to get eliminated. I kid you not, there's that close of a relationship. So um, real quick story here. I was doing, I was at Hippocrates last year. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, and I was doing um, colon cleanses that was part of the regiment. And uh, this woman, she was like this angel from heaven, happened to be my my lady doing the, you know, facilitating this whole thing. And uh, we're just talking here and there. And she's like, oh, right there, right there. And she's poking, um, you know, on the uh, on the transverse colon. And, and she's just like, oh, yeah, you need to you need to let this go. And I'm like, let what go? I mean, and then and long story short, it came down. I had to forgive. I had to forgive my sister. I was having a hard time with my sister at the time. 
um, a bit of a long story, but I finally was like, okay, I'm just going to let that go. And like, she was working that spot over and over and over again. It was not letting go. It wasn't until I decided to go deeper and really let go of my, um, my emotional triggers that I had around our situation did, did my bowels finally release. Okay. So there's a very deep emotional mental component to this. Okay. So Sarah said, ask if it's safe for children. Uh, that's going to have to be a parent call. I would say that it takes a lot of emotional maturity that a lot of, you know, children have access to, but I don't know if that's something that can really qual you know, work for them. That that's, you have to make that call. It's not, it's not invasive in the sense of you're doing chemicals or anything. Everything's organic. Everything's living everything. You know, it's, it's all in the up and up and the quality is amazing. Um, are you going to put that into the chat? Uh, let's see if I have, I can, let me see if I can drop the website real quick and I'll put it into the chat. And, cleanse. Um, and the other one I'm doing, and this will be my first one with these guys is a, uh, a liver cleanse. Now I think everybody, all of us, all of us here could benefit from a liver cleanse because anger, frustration, resentment, all that stuff is toxic for our liver. It's so toxic. So it doesn't matter how clean your lifestyle is and how clean your diet is. If you've been experiencing a lot of um, frustration, I have it um, in other kinds of things like this on a daily basis, your liver is, is really working hard. Your liver is getting, is getting um, stressed. Here's, here's the website. Hopefully it will let me post it. There we go. Uh, and there's also there's other cleanse there, cleanses there too. Um, the only one I've done before is the GI one, which is I'm doing again now, and then I'm going to be doing the liver one over the weekend. Uh, so you know this is all part of the self care, keeping ourselves on the up and up, making sure that we're able to ride that edge, right? Ride that that edge uh, into the new paradigm. There's no going back. We know this. <clears throat> there's no going back. But we also, we don't need to suffer. We don't need to suffer going forward. It's okay to let this journey be an adventure. Let the unknown be, uh, offer playfulness, okay? Offer joy. You know, it's, we can make we can make joy out of the, if we let ourselves be light, we can find humor in the, in the most ridiculous of things, right? So if we're willing to um, just let go of those old paradigm ways that that old ego driver control system and just be as uplifted as we can within ourselves as we're surfing these challenges. You're not avoiding the challenges. You're surfing them. You know, then we can ride together into that new paradigm with more grace and ease. Um, I know a lot of us are ahead of the game because we already, you know, like with the whole COVID shenanigans, we already went online. You know, a lot of us were already getting set up impulse to be in the right place at the right time for the shenanigans to happen. Um, and I, I, I imagine that's still going to be so. I feel myself still being guided very strongly. So um, as long as you're willing to follow it and do the some for some people, it's going to be really extreme. As long as you're willing to follow it, you know, you're going to be in the right place at the right time. That's not to say shit won't happen. It's just that you'll be in the most optimal place when it does. You see what I mean? 
All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys uh, for hanging out. Um, I didn't get to say hello, everybody, to everybody, but uh, um, thank you for being here. I really appreciate you guys engaging in conversation and asking questions and and uh, and being available to talk about these things on the level that we're at. So I love that about this. And this is helps me, you know, stay inspired to keep these chats going. Um, so uh yeah, so that's pretty much it for me. Thank you again. Uh, real quick. Oh, 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 I'm supposed to say something here. Um, I'm a mom. Please, please, please. Uh, if you like these chats, um, uh, please support our channel by liking, subscribing, and commenting. Okay, that helps the algorithm so other people can find us too. And if you want to share this, um, this information with people, I ask that you share the Rumble link. So um, we can support Rumble in, the, in their role they've played in the whole um, censorship game. Uh, I, you know, that would be really helpful. And also, if you guys want to dive into working more deeply into our collective, which is the, at the Life Body Academy, uh, we have a space in our Dreamtime Healing Project. If you'd like to um, check that out, that's at lifebodyacademy.com. And I also put that in the chats, um, lifebodyacademy.com. And on the, it's on the first page. If you scroll down, um, you'll notice one of the offerings says uh, Dreamtime Healing Project, and then you can find out more information there we've retooled it so um so people who uh perhaps can't be live online as much can still benefit doing the work via video so we've you know worked it out where if you're not able to make the five meetings a meet a week or five meetings a month you can you can watch the recordings all right do you have the rumble link no let's see it'd be smart if i did hold on let me see if i can get the rumble link here Thank you for your patience with me. Oh, look at that. I do have a rumble link. Um, I want to go to my content and then I copy paste. Maybe, maybe I copy paste. All right. I'm going to copy and paste this link. Hopefully it works for you guys. If it doesn't, I, I did the wrong link. You can just um, go into rumble.com and search for Lightbody Academy. All right, guys. Love you all. Mwah. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.